Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you excellent entertainment from the king of DC media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show. Good evening, actors, rappers, writers, directors, and other creatives. In this episode of the Inside Acting Radio Show, I welcome rapper extraordinaire Veracity, a.k.a. Ethan Andrew Locke. Ethan was born in Winchester, Virginia in the summer of 2002 and began pursuing an interest in music at age nine. And he began writing his own music the following year. Now, he's competed in such competitions as uh, Coast to Coast Live and the Apple Blossoms Got Talent. Earlier this year, he performed at the World Music Independent Film Festival. Now, I want to uh, put a special thanks out there to uh, Connie Bamoff for setting this interview up. And uh, you can find out more about Connie. Now, she runs the uh, CCL Talent Agency, and you can find out more about them if you go out to cclcalent.com. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So I see that... Uh, Ethan is on the line. I'm going to go ahead and bring him on the air, and that'll take a few more seconds, and he'll be on the air. All right. right. Just give us a couple more seconds here, and we'll see if we can get him online, and we'll talk about uh, music and everything else. Welcome, Ethan. Welcome to the program. Hi. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. So I know that you uh, started your music career early. So going back to the beginning, would you say that music chose you or did you choose music? Uh, I don't know. I, I think it was a little bit of both. I, I think music kind of kind of called to me and I, I chased it down. Um, I, uh, I started pretty early uh, just doing random stuff. I never planned to do music. But I just happened to stumble upon the fact that I was at least somewhat decent at it, I guess. And I just went with it, and here I am. You, you say you stumbled on it. So how did you stumble on it? Did you just hear something on the radio, or did somebody introduce you to it, or was it a teacher, or uh, what? Well, I, I'd always, I'd always really loved listening to music. Um, and one day my mom dragged me down to a local karaoke show to go do it. And I didn't plan to sing or anything. I just wanted to go. It was my, it was at my favorite restaurant and there were singers and I got pushed to go up there. And I guess it just, the reaction from the people and just the way it felt to be up there in front of everybody piecing together words in such a way, it's just really, really interesting. Um, awesome. So you really, you really caught that bug and that excitement. Would you say that uh, music runs in your family? Uh, yeah, I, you could say that. There's always been a big interest in music. I don't, not at least not to my knowledge. I don't think anybody else has tried to go anywhere of uh, being a performing artist. But I got a a lot of my my music taste from my grandfather. Uh, he he was really into Billy Joel and such. Uh, obviously, I'm I'm no Billy Joel, but um, I definitely consider that when I'm going through choosing music and piecing things together. A lot of inspiration from artists like that. Nice, nice. So now your stage name is Veracity. 
So now do you feel that rap is a, an art form that gets to the truth? Excuse me? Your, uh, your stage name is Veracity. So so looking at rap, hip-hop, and all this, do you, think, do you find that that's an art form that gets to the truth? I feel like it's an art form that was created to reach the truth, yeah. Um, it, it, the argument could be made that over time it's gotten a little muddled down um, just with how how big hip-hop has become in just our normal everyday culture and how many artists we've had come in compared to when hip-hop started. You you don't always get that truth and accuracy, but I I picked uh, Veracity for my name just because I wanted people to know if they turn my whatever I'm saying on, whether I'm being goofy or whether I'm talking about a serious topic, there's always going to be truth in it. That's right. That's right. So I know that you like uh, Eminem and Elton John. So name some of your other influences. Eminem, Elton John were big ones. Uh, it's surprisingly not many rappers. I didn't. Uh, I didn't really grow up with rap super prominent. It was like Michael Jackson and. Uh, uh, like Twisted Sister, the uh, We're Not Gonna Make It guys, uh, Queen, Love Queen, Freddie Mercury is my favorite stage performer ever. That he he's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody was was a very very uh, very well put together movie. Oh oh, the movie was incredible. Uh, I I yeah. uh, I it's a. Uh, it's a movie I wanted for a long time just because, you know, the, their whole process for making music, I'd read about it before and I thought it was incredible because, I mean, like the song Bohemian Rhapsody, who like who who, who would have thought to put Fra and Rock and all this together and create such a beautiful thing? And I, I, I really draw inspiration from that in particular. Well, you know, they're not afraid to go outside the box. If you listen to them on, on Spotify and, and look at, and listen to all their their music. They, I think they hit just. There's no genre. I think they don't hit. I mean, they hit everything from what was the Flash Gordon to, I mean, there was rock, there was pop, there was, I mean, gosh, they were, they were all over the map. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's how that's how at least to me I can tell that those were true artists who really just cared about you know the art form and creation because. If it if if it would have just been one thing the whole way through, it, uh, to me when that happens, it just feels a little pushy. Like you're really trying to hammer into this one genre, but when you're not afraid to, you know, like for me, if I want to take, you know, some music that's just a straight piano that sounds like it could be on a a, a ballad, you know, that Freddie Mercury would have sang or something, and I wrote a rap to that with like a nice chorus, and and it totally doesn't sound like a rap song at all, and I still like it, then I'm gonna put it out because it's it's an art and created it and. I'm still proud of it. So I want to take a left turn. Um, we're going to get a little bit heavy here. I know in in the past you've talked about some a little bit of adversity you've had as far as you've dealt with some um, depression and things like that over the years. So um, so talk a little bit about that. How you got through that? Um. Well, the thing with depression, at least at least most commonly. Um, it's, at least for me, I guess, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's anything you ever really fully get through. 
it's always something that's going to be buzzing at the back of your mind. So, I mean, I have, I have times where it's really not that big of a problem for a couple months, and then it can hit me hard out of nowhere. And then I'll be in this big slump where I don't feel like doing anything. I don't want to move. I want to give up on everything. Um, and while, I mean, I got, I got through it mostly because of music. And while that's, while that was great and it, it was, it was the healthiest way I could do it. At times it, it really took away from, it, it almost made it worse, I guess, because, you know, a big part of depression is you just, you don't, you don't want to do anything. You don't feel motivated. You don't feel like you're good. You don't feel like, you know, that you're going to make an impact in any way. So you keep telling yourself, what's the point? So, you know, I, I really had to, you know, talk like almost like talk down to myself to force myself to, to make music. And once I would make a song about it and I would do it and I'd rap it and I'd say it over and over, maybe get on a stage and do it in front of people. Or I guess even before I was, I actually took it public when I was just, do, I would do it in my room and it would, it would really make me feel empowered. Cause it was like, you know, at the end of the day, I wrote these lyrics I put them to this music. I I did this. I created this. I love it. I think other people would love it. So obviously, excuse me. Obviously, I have a purpose and obviously whether I was put here to do this or not, this is what I'm going to do because this is what I want to do. That was that was really how absolutely. I pushed myself through, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um I know that in the past you've uh, you've competed in many competitions. It seemed like it would be a lot of pressure. So how did you approach each performance as you got closer to the top? Uh, well, the way I looked at it, uh, I, 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 when I really started to take things serious of, of getting somewhere, I figured I had two options. I could go... Because I, you know, I'd always seen America's Got Talent and such on TV, things like that. Um, I hadn't heard very good things about them, but I'd still heard of them, and I thought that that was really cool that people got up there and they got critiqued, and then they could come back after hearing it and work on it. You know, so I, I had that road. But then there was also what a lot of modern artists do now, and that's just pushing through the internet. Um, but what I guess most people don't realize is when you do that, there's there's no real audience connection because you're not going out, you're not performing, you're not putting on a show. You're recording something and you put it out and people like it on the internet. And then maybe you'll get to the point where you can perform. But for me, performing is the biggest part. I, if I can't perform, then I, I don't want to do it because music, to me, music is something to bring people together. And, you know, even though it's one person on a stage and they're kind of the focus, it's pulling everybody in. So my thought process was if I can get up there in a talent show, then sure, maybe win. Because winning, winning to me in a talent show, sure, I mean, obviously it's something I want to do. But at the end of the, end of the day, if I, if I connect with the crowd, it does, to me it doesn't matter if I win or not. It's just I did this, I did this performance, here you go. That's a good attitude. That's fantastic. So now – I know that uh, you have a creative process, so talk about how you, how do you actually sit down and, and write your rhymes? Uh, I think the great thing about my process is I, it's always changing. It's always, or at least the way it starts is always changing. Sometimes I'll, I might hear a beat that I like, 
and you know I'll 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 go by it and download it and just have it on repeat until I think of something. You know, sometimes that works, and sometimes I get a good song idea. Sometimes I don't. Or other times I'll have lyrics, and then I'll I'll think of like a, a, a like a BPM that they would need to go with them, and then I'll find something that fits that that I like, and you know. But once we get past the point of actually starting the song, it's pretty it's pretty easy, I guess. And in, in terms of you know following it, um, I probably have a long process. I I just sit there and I. I play the beat, and I'll, I'll spit something out just off the top of my head, whatever it is. And if I like it, I'll write it down, turn the, spin the beat back, say, say it again, then spit, spit something else after it, turn it back, keep doing it like that, add in more every time. And eventually it gets up to three, four, or five minutes, and I have a song, and I, I clean it up because pretty much everything was off the top. So I, I go in and I take out anything that might not make complete sense, and then I'll, I'll add you know what I need to add and such things like that. Yeah, man, it it can be a tedious process. Yeah, so now working with uh, CCL Talent, um, so talk a little bit about your, your career strategy. I mean, like looking down the road, what are some of the, the milestones you want to hit like the next two or three years? Next two or three years. Whew. Big goal. <laughs> Big things. Um. Uh, I definitely want to have a new, a new pro, at least, hopefully two new like CD projects. Um, hopefully, that's what I, I want to get done. Uh, hopefully, one towards the start of next year to come out. Um, I I think I just want to keep working on building uh, a connection with people. I, I don't want to set. I don't I don't like to set too too you know secure of a goal in case I don't meet it because. I just I don't want to put too much pressure on myself. So as long as I've built up, and you know, I guess I guess my main goal is having a headline concert. Not not like a so, huge okay. one, obviously, but but my own my own thing that I can that I can say I set out and I planned and I coordinated and my name's on it came out for that. That I think that's that's going to be my goal probably towards the end of year three. But I think that's the goal. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, you you like connecting with crowds. What are some of the the biggest crowds you perform for? Uh, I would have to say Coast to Coast Live was pretty was pretty big. I might just be saying that because the first time I did it, I was super intimidated because it, it was the first time I'd ever performed an original ever in front of people. Um, but yeah, it was just it was a room full of other artists and their families, and like it, it was. It was it was packed. Um, Apple Blossom's Got Talent usually gets pretty busy. It's pretty big. Uh, I, I'd say those are probably the biggest. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Okay, so I'm gonna throw some names out and just uh, give me your opinion. Uh, some names of some rappers. Okay, uh, what about Eminem? Eminem, uh, definitely. Greatest of all time. Why would you say that? I mean, I, I it's, it's hard to name any other artist. If, if somebody came to me and said, name an, name an artist other than Eminem who changed hip-hop as drastically as Eminem did, I don't think I could because Eminem came in being, I mean, obviously there was Vanilla Ice, but Eminem came in being first real 
you know, white artists that took off. And because of that, I feel like hip hop switched and became more accepting once people got over the fact that he was white and it stopped being about race and it just became about everybody being together. And then once you get to his music, he has this incredible internal rhyme scheme where sure the ends of words rhyme, but words rhyme in the sentences that don't even, you know, you don't even think they, that they would go together. But say if you went online and they have uh, softwares and stuff, you can analyze rhyme schemes and it'll highlight it for you. You can like most rappers I'd say could have an A, an A through F rhyme scheme, which is just, that's usually basic to switching on the ends. He could go, I had no doubt he could go all the way A to Z, that many different rhyme schemes going on in his song at one time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he's a good storyteller, too. Okay, what do you think about Jay-Z? Jay-Z. I'm, uh, you know, I never actually was have super heavy into Jay-Z. I mean, I, I do listen to him. Can't say that I that I have him, you know, top five or anything. Just, But that's just simply because I haven't listened to most of his stuff. Uh, I, I've kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say I've avoided, but I haven't. I haven't gotten super into East Coast rappers. I guess I've always I've always listened to more more West Coast. Oh, okay. Is that right? Is that right? Because the next person I was going to ask about is East Coast. Actually, was that was uh, Fifty Cent? Oh well, Fifty Cent's an exception. Um, Fifty Cent, I uh, I that's who I credit as getting me in, interested in hip hop because. Really? Every yeah, everybody in my in my family that knows that I got into hip hop early. My mom might have a video. I don't know. I was probably five or six, and I was in the back of the car <laughs> singing "Into Club" by Fifty Cent. And every time it came on, I made my mom keep it on, and I would just I I had to I had to sing the whole song. Like we had to listen to it every time. And then like his his whole "Get Rich or Die Trying" album. I'm sure I knew by the time I was I was I was seven. So I, you know, before I, I even knew that I wanted hip hop to be what it, what I was gonna do, Fifty Cent really, really brought me into the culture. And through through him, I found people like you know Eminem and everything. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Because I think Fifty Cent was actually a mentor for for Eminem, or was that Dr. Dre? I think it was Dr. Dre, which is the next question I was gonna ask you about. What do you think about Dr. Yeah, Dre? Yeah, it was Dr. Dre. Yeah. Yeah, so what's your opinion of him? Dr. Dre uh to me is one of he he's also one of the greatest of all time. Just maybe not so much in the ter- in terms of the actual rapping. He's still great. I still I love his songs, but just what he he's done for hip hop culture in general. Uh I mean, undisputably the best producer of all time. Like he's produced on everybody anybody in hip hop who's anybody that that was, you know, rapping maybe even now, but especially back in two thousands, maybe early two thousand tens, everybody wanted to, to have Dre beats. Because he just he's the cleanest just the cleanest mixes and mastering and because he um actually got he he uses live instruments instead of, you know, using just a piano. He would have live instruments come in and record the songs. And sure sometimes it got a bit sloppier but it, it, it sounded more it sounded realer. It sounded more authentic. So I, I'm a huge Dr. Dre fan. My dog's actually named after Dr. Dre. Pretty nice, pretty nice. How about Ice Cube? 
Excuse me, what was that? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I was really big into, into NWA, um, but then once, once I, I, I found out that they split, you know, um, cause I, I was pretty young discovering all this. So once I found out they split, I kind of, I, I drifted away from Ice Cube just cause I was like, I had so much respect for NWA and just, you know, they're, they're everything. And then, you know, I heard Ice Cube's music you know, going against them, and I was like, well, I like NWA, so Ice Cube, bad, and then, you know, I got older, and I was like, well, they made up, so, so, yeah, I mean, uh, Ice Cube is, I mean, Ice Cube's amazing, he's a great lyricist, um, obviously, he, he, you can tell he's a 90s rapper, though, he didn't evolve with the times, um, like, his, yeah. his, his last album he put out last year, it, 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 it sounds like, like his music did in the 90s, which is great, but, it doesn't really work now because it's, 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 it's too simplistic. It's too, I don't, I don't want to say dumbed down, but it's, it's too, yeah, it's, it's too simple. At least for mm. me, it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he went in the movie business. I think, matter of fact, I think his, his son is in uh, the movie business too. So he's kind of mainstream, yeah. kind of mainstream guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell you another mainstream guy, uh, Snoop Dogg. What do you think about him? Snoop. Oh man. Uh I have a lot of weird memories of Snoop Dogg. I <laughs> I don't know. I I just at, at first when I first heard Snoop Dogg, I I didn't know how to feel. I was just cuz his voice and everything was just so smooth. Everything about Snoop Dogg was so smooth and I was just I never understood how somebody could be that chilled out. Uh and then, you know, I learned what is what is a uh, habits were and I, I kind of got it but um when it comes to his music I think I think nobody does nobody does G-Rap like Snoop Dogg nobody and I think yeah that, yeah I, I think that um when it comes to the crown of, of gangster rap I, I, I would have to give it to Snoop Dogg yeah that's what's up that's what's up any female rappers you like? Hmm? You like any any female rappers? Any women rappers? Female rappers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of older ones, I guess. Uh, I really like Eve and, uh, like, Lil' Kim. Uh, Nicki Minaj is okay. She gets a lot of flack just because some of the stuff she's done. Uh, not really big on Cardi B. Um... So yeah, it's mostly the older like uh, Missy Elliott. So yeah, I would I would say Missy Elliott, Eve, Lil Kim, Nicki Minaj. I, I like all them. Uh, it's I, I personally, I I think we need more female MCs in hip hop. It's just there, there's too many male. Like there's not a there's not much diversity when it comes to good hip hop across genders. Yeah, yeah, that that's always a good thing. Okay, man, I'm going to really put you on the spot. So what are, in your opinion, your opinion, what's the top three rap albums of all time? Oh, that, man, you really did just throw me. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, number one, I, I'm going to have You'll to survive. put Get Richard Die Trying. Get Richard Die Trying, okay. definitely number one. Two, okay. Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah, yeah. Who's who takes third? That's tough. That is tough. Yeah. 
number three, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna go the Chronic, Dr. Dre. Okay, hey, that's that's good. That's fantastic. <laughs> All right. Okay, so uh, moving, taking a left turn. Um, so let's say, let's play a hypothetical. So some years have passed, and you really connected to audiences. Do you ever see yourself uh, branching out, like? Uh, so, like, take a, a Justin Timberlake. I mean, like, he's kind of branched out into, you know, things like that. Do you ever see yourself doing, like, a, a pop or R&B? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it all depends on what I'd have the drive to do. But, I mean, if I woke up one day and, I, I don't know, say I was like, I want to I wanna make a rock song or I want to make, you know, wh- whatever I want to make, and, and I had to drive, I, I wouldn't stop myself from doing it just because art is art and I'm I deem I call myself an artist because I don't I don't just force myself into one thing. So if I decided if I woke up and decided I really didn't want to rap anymore and I just wanted to focus on singing, I'm I'm probably considerate just because you know growing is 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 a big part of of the creative process. So uh, in a couple of years I, I I most likely will be doing other things too. Probably I mean rap will probably always be my main just because I there's nothing I love like it, but I, I, I'll almost definitely be doing other things along with hip hop. Yeah. Uh, so it, I, I assume that uh, you might want to take a look at acting. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm super interested in doing acting, um, especially in, uh, in in like in the horror scene. I'm a big horror movie yeah. buff, and I've always wanted to be in a horror movie. And I just I, I, right. I think that that horror is, is where I would fit in best when it comes to roles. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so we're getting very near the end here. So uh, any words of wisdom for a kid out there who wants to be a rapper? All right. Words of wisdom. Not not really my specialty, but I'll give it a shot. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, I think you just need to accept that while you, you may work hard and, you, you know, you may give it everything you have, nothing may happen because, you know, it, it all it all comes down to time and place of when somebody hears you, how they hear you, which thing that you're, that you're saying or doing they hear. Because, you know, say it pushes the boundaries politically or something, like I do a lot, you know, and somebody's in a bad mood already and they hear that and they don't like it, they, they probably won't be your biggest fan. But if, you know, they're in a pretty easygoing mood and they hear it, they might think it's funny, you know, or they might take it a little lightheartedly. So just remember that I don't want to say it's all luck because it's not all luck. There's work and there's, there's marketing and blah, blah, blah. But just being an artist, as long as you never lose focus of you're, you're an artist and that should be your main, that should be what your main thing is, is being the artist and not the marketing, not the business side. Staying true to the artist side is what is going to get you the farthest. Awesome, awesome. Well, Ethan, I've I've really enjoyed it. Uh, I, yeah, it's uh, you've done a lot, and uh, this has been a great conversation. Yeah, I agree. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, man, you have a great night. All right, you too. Okay, bye bye. All right, folks. Remember to do something for your career every single day and break a leg. Good night.